But you talk about Jacksonville. Let's talk about the first draft. Let's talk about the last year. That was bad. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. You're embarrassed. Urban Meyer, well, I thought he was a good choice. I didn't know his ego was out of control. Yeah. That was terrible. Well, like, then it comes out after the fact that, you know, he doesn't even know who Aaron Donald is. And, like, as a player, you got to be like, what do you mean? Like, we've been trying to – everyone's been trying to block this guy for 10 years. He's maybe the best defensive player of all time. And you don't even know who he is. And he seemed aloof. Like, you're reporting to me. Report to me why we uh, lost. Sir, you're the head coach. Report to the fans why did we lose yeah. again, you know? So he seemed like a little aloof. And, like, does that – how does that reflect in the locker room? Obviously, you had – you played for Coughlin, and he obviously had a firm grasp of what was going on. So, like, when you have a coach who's not invested, like Urban Meyer was last year, you know, because he's at the bar, he doesn't take the team flight home, like, he didn't act like one of the boys. Like, that's, that's got to be tough, like, I as a player. Run, I've been on the league for 22 years, sir. Yeah. I've never seen a head coach not travel with his teams. Win, lo lose, tie, it doesn't matter. There could be a hurricane, you'd be grounded, you'd be sitting with a team in the plane for 20 right. hours. You're not going to stay home and go have a little cold once with that beautiful blonde. No. That's yeah. <laughs> you know, the NFL is a very forgiving league. Uh, yeah. We talk about domestic violence and yeah. DUIs and stuff. If you have the skills, we forgive everything. Right. But the head coach not flying with the team, I never heard anything. Uh, like, there's like golden rules, like brotherhood rules, mm -hmm. right? Where like you make some mistakes, you know, maybe you have some problems like – With, with with the law or whatever, like we forgive. Like we had Michael Vick in Philadelphia. I mean, yeah. horrific. What he, but he, you know, he played his date. He paid he, his dues and came back. Kind came of. back. Yeah. He yeah. got a second chance. So like, not flying with your team. That seems like, I don't want to say worse than that because I don't want to minimize anything bad that happens off the field. But to me, when you're the leader of the team and you don't fly with the team, that seems worse than, you know, maybe you got in an altercation with your boy, for, like in, in terms of identifying with your players. We were from Philadelphia, so we had. I'm an chip. old Eagle too. So I was on practice squad with the Eagles under big Andy Reid. And yeah. yeah. What yeah, year yeah, were yeah. you on the practice yeah, squad? 2002, 2003. So we were, we were, we were really good. Yeah. Big like, John Runyon, Trey Thomas. I mean, do stay. I mean, we had like great people there. Yeah. There was like seven or eight guys in the pro bowl. Yeah. So like, and then, so you went from Jacksonville. You never go anywhere. You get your ass cut. Yeah. Right? One. <laughs> and then the Eagles picked me up. And then I finished my career with the uh, Colts with Peyton Manning. Wow. Just a backup guy in the league. But then I played in the NFL Europe. I was a superstar because they liked the German guy playing in the NFL right. Europe. Yes, sir. Um, so what was that? Dungy there? Yeah. yeah. Dungy. And so people say he's such a Christian guy, right? But he yeah. still has to cut the roster down to 53 active guys, yeah. right? So he doesn't cast you out, but he still tells you, thank you for your service. We call you next yeah. week, you know. So, like, I don't think we could pick out two more contrasting styles in coaching than your first stop in Jacksonville with Coughlin. And then you come here with Andy Reid. Yeah. Like, because Andy's, like, the player's coach, you know, and Tom Coughlin, like you said, he's trying to tell you how to tie your shoes, buckle your helmet. You got to be 30 minutes late. If you're not 30 minutes early, you're, mm -hmm. you know, whatever he did. And then you have Andy, totally different, probably the biggest players coach ever, but mm -hmm. both were successful. Mm -hmm. So, like, is there, like, what's the commonality 
between Coughlin and Andy Reid that made them successful. And guys like Urban Meyer and Chip Kelly and some of the other guys that flame out in this league aren't successful. It's like attention to detail, how much time they put in. And also one thing about the Eagles – They were very like very soft during the practice weeks, but they had the full roster in the playoffs. The Jaguars had a lot of like injuries. Always, if you remember, Bozelli with a shoulder. Yeah. When Coughlin went to the Giants, they had 27 guys on injury reserve until Michael Stram told him, "Hey, coach, we can't yeah. do it like this." And that's when they won the Super Bowl. So it's kind of how to stir the ship throughout the long season. Right. You know, you can't be too tight because you have injuries. But if you're too loosey goosey, I mean, the inmates run the asylum.